0: Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N 29.com. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network.
1: What's up, everyone? Jose Youngs here with MMAfighting.com here for a quote-unquote extra live episode of the A-Side live chat. We are live here in Houston. It is UFC 247 Fight Week. Uh, Casey Lyon is behind the camera. Esther Lynn is off to the side. She will not be reading questions this time. I will be reading the questions, but sitting next to me, Alex Savis is making her on-camera debut for MMA Fighting, or as we like to call her, Cool Alex, because there are two Alexes on site. There's Cool Alex, and then there is the other Alex, or Alex number two, or the man with the scar, whatever you want to call him. Uh, well, as always, this is not our podcast. This is your guys' podcast. You can go to MMAfighting.com, find the post... Find the post on the site, leave your comment in the comment section. The ones in green with the most upvotes will be prioritized, or you can use hashtag the A side on Twitter, or you can just respond to the tweet announcing the show. A lot of you guys do that too. But without further ado, we're going to hop into the comment section. First question from Oh my, Esther. This is a new commenter, and the username is Esther Lynn is hot. <laughs>
2: hey, <laughs> And
1: it is the Est- from Esther Lynn is hot and it is, it is in green. So I prioritized it, like I said, long time viewer, first time commenting with tons of fighters in the UFC from Africa or with African roots, book a main event or full card for an eventual UFC in my hometown of Cape Town, South Africa. UFC's first event here will likely be a fight night or ESPN card. Uh, however, for this exercise, let's pretend this fictional event is a pay-per-view. I have heard you guys reference a possible event in Morocco before, no offense to Morocco, but that's not Africa, that's Northern Spain. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. strong words from Morocco. So Alex, there are a lot of fighters from uh, African roots, specifically from Nigeria, so let's break down a five round, five, five round, five fight main card for a inaugural event in Africa. In, Cap-
2: I, in Cape Town, South in Africa. Cape
1: Town, South I'm Africa.
2: into it, it is the most gorgeous place on earth. Come Never to been. Her. I agree with him. We should go there. Um.
1: (laughs) I think it depends. And and for this exercise, we'll go based off fighters right now. So it's like, what if, there's no what if he wins the championship, what if he loses the championship? It's fighters. Presently on the roster on the roster fighting with their current records with their current championship belts. So I think the main event Israel Adesanya would have to be in the main event yep. uh, He has a broken native tattoo across his chest. He does have uh, the country of Africa tattooed on him. So he, he is Continent I said country I'm dumb. It's been a day um, so, right, main event would be Israel Adesanya. I would match him up against, let's say, Paulo Costa. Okay. Uh, because he's already booked against Yolo Mero in Las Vegas. And in this fictional world, that fight is not happening. Instead, Israel Adesanya is fighting Paolo Costa in the main event of UFC Africa. Co-main event, I would have to put Kamaru Usman. He is another champion. And historically, the UFC puts the uh, heavier weight class at the top, unless your name is Conor McGregor. Uh, Kamaru Usman versus who should he fight? in the co event of UFC Africa?
2: Who's next for Usman? Um,
1: right now it's Jorge Masvidal right. in international fight, week, but that's not officially booked. But do you want to stick Jorge Masvidal on UFC Africa? in a Not Coleman on UFC Africa. Africa,
2: no. We can save that for, for another stick,
1: place. Do the rematch against Leon Edwards?
2: Yeah, I think that makes sense. I think
1: that's a good one. And then uh, I think the fight before, they, Casey Lyden giving me a, a questionable look. <laughs> uh, they fought before. That's Leon Edwards' last loss, Casey yes uh the he's one, on board <laughs> right below that i think he's not from nigeria but francis and would have to be on the main card he's not a champion right now uh i like the fight that he has now against biggie boy jairzinho yeah i just rebooked that as the first non-title fight for ufc nigeria let's do it and then anyone else you want to include you got there's we still got two more fights to go down
2: um you know i really wish that if Cyborg was still in the UFC, I would put her in there because she's been training out of she South has. Africa. And I'm sure she's made quite a few uh, fans out there. Um, who is...
1: We still have Super Sadiq Youssef. We have Akeem Duwadu or Akeem Dawadu. I can never pronounce his last name right.
2: Who was the guy she was training with?
1: Um, I do not know off the top of my head. What
2: about Don Bach? Did
1: you hear that? Uh-uh. I like it. I would put Super Sadiq Youssef. He's a featherweight on there. He reps the Nigerian flag around his head. He just won at UFC 246. I'd uh, beat Andre Feely, who was on a, a pretty good run. Uh, stick a featherweight fight on there. We got a middleweight fight. We got a welterweight fight. We got a heavyweight fight. Might as well stick a smaller weight class in there. Uh, so he could fight. I don't know who's ranked at featherweight. I give him a rank, uh, ranked opponent. UFC rankings as I look this up on air because this is great, great television. Uh, featherweight, he can fight. Ryan Hall, Ryan Hall versus Sadiq Youssef in UFC Africa. Casey Lydon gives it a thumbs up. He's been calling for a fight for Ryan Hall for months. There you go. Um, and then one other fight. Um, we who should kick off the main card.
2: Let's throw Felice Herrig back in there.
1: Curious against, to see
2: how she handles uh, UFC Africa. Against who? Doesn't matter.
1: Just Felice Herrick versus CBD. doesn't even have to be of African descent.
2: <laughs> no, of course not.
1: Angela Hill, she yes. fights every, every, she, every other week. every
2: other
1: week. She can fight Felice Herrick versus Angela Hill to kick off the pay-per-view card of UFC South Africa. So there you,
2: you would think that the Dawn match doesn't get to be on the main card?
1: Depends on if they just want to toss a female fighter. On them. Sometimes they do like to throw a female fight on the, on the pay-per-view.
0: Because he is from Cape Town.
1: So. He is from Cape Town. Well... Maybe he can be on the ESPN prelim featured fighter. <laughs> and
0: he's a
2: model.
1: And he's a model. Well, stick him on the, the featured prelim fight because then it can lead right into the pay-per-view.
2: Who isn't a model?
1: You're not wrong. Uh, so there's our, from top to bottom, Israel Adesanya versus Paulo Costa, Kamaru Usman versus Leon Edwards II, Francis Ngannou versus Biggie Boy Jairzinho, uh Sadiq Youssef versus Ryan Hall (laughs) Felice (laughs) Harry versus Angela Hill you tell us in the comment section what you guys think for a hypothetical uh inaugural card of UFC South Africa I'm also going through the YouTube comments to see if no one is disagreeing uh no one's disagreeing uh all right but we're gonna move along to Hefe01's question on the site Upset this weekend? I have a weird feeling that this weekend will end with a new champion. Last time I felt a major upset was Chris Weidman versus Anderson Silva. Something in my bones is telling me it it is very possible. If they're is to be an upset this weekend of one or both of these pound-for-pound pound grades, which do you think is most likely? I personally lean towards Reyes having a breakthrough performance, but Catelyn is no slouch either. Well, first of all, it would be Anderson Silva versus Chris Weidman because Anderson Silva was the champion, so he would get top billing. Uh, also, I don't really kind of view that as an upset because I kind of I pegged Chris <laughs> Weidman to win that fight to begin with. But it was an upset nonetheless in the eyes of many fans and betting favorites. Uh, bet, bet odds makers. But out of the main event between John Jones and Dominic Reyes, John Jones is very clearly the favorite. He's arguably the greatest fighter who's ever graced planet Earth. I and mean, Valentina Shevchenko, on the same uh, breath, is one of, if not the most talented fighters inside the UFC octagon. Not even when it comes to male or female. She is just uber talented. So, of these two champions, who is most likely to be upset?
2: I'm going to say John Jones. I'm not going to go against Valentina Shevchenko. She's she's I mean she's militant like you just she's got very few weaknesses and we've seen that John Jones I think you know it's a lot easier for him to get caught than I think Valentina if I'm just going to compare the two in that way
1: yeah uh it's just it's hard like I feel like every time I kind of lean towards John Jones possibly being upset he puts on the performance of a life uh, when he first fought Daniel Cormier the first time, when Daniel Cormier was undefeated, everyone kept saying, like, oh, Daniel Cormier is his kryptonite. And John Jones basically manhandled him for yeah. five rounds and then the rematch. I think the only fighter better than John Jones is John Jones rematching someone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, he rematched Daniel Cormier and he kicked his skull in. No, 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 no. I
0: looked on, I looked on Fight Finder. That's not what happened. It's a no contest.
1: It is a no. Technically, a no contest. Um, officially, officially, and technically, it is a no contest on the record books. But the performance oh, is still I'm, I'm great. Just fact
0: checking back here. Okay. Just fact checking.
1: It is still a great performance coming in a rematch, and then he rematched Alexander Gustafsson and basically used his head as a basketball on mm-hmm. the canvas. So, uh, it's. It's hard to pick against John Jones, but I think it's even harder to pick against Valentino right now. I think there was a point in time where John Jones's talent was just... The, the gap between him and number two was so vast, mm-hmm. especially coming when he beat Daniel Cormier the first time. It was really like, who in the world is going to beat this man? And I think... I don't want to say people have caught up, but the last few performances where... I'll, after he beat Tiago Santos, uh, I was doing the post-fight show, during the press conference, and I was asking people, "How did you score this fight?" And the YouTube comments were all one-two-five Santos. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think Tiago Santos beat John Jones. Mm-hmm. Casey Lydon thinks Tiago Santos beat John Jones, and then his fight against Anthony Smith was not the John Jones we're accustomed to seeing. So I think in 2020, John Jones has looked more beatable lately. But and I think Valentina is where John was a few years ago. Where the gap between her is and number two is so massive. Yep. Um, also. But at the same time, Valentina's coming off a quote unquote lackluster title defense against Luz Carmouche, who Carmouche lost her UFC job coming off that loss. <laughs> Sorry, Liz. Casey, okay, so you want you care to chime in on the quote unquote highlights of that fight?
0: Oh, the highlights, yes. Um, the highlights of Carmouche um, uh, uh, Valentina, yes, there were. <laughs>
1: They fought. They fought. It <laughs> <laughs> was a happens. rematch. 25
0: minutes, yeah. yeah. As, uh, As
1: someone <laughs> in, on Twitter pointed out, the uh, invisible dummy in between them got beat up a lot in that fight. A lot, of, a lot of punching and kicking, not a lot of connecting. But uh, I have to agree with you. I think John Jones is... I don't think either of them lose on Saturday. But if yeah. I had to put money on who would be upset, I think John Jones is...
2: I'm going to say this, too, about Valentina and the Cambridge fight because some, I'm going to compare it to a sport that I play myself, tennis. Okay, if you're a very good tennis player and you're playing against somebody who's really not up to your level, sometimes you look worse because you don't know what the hell that person is even, like, doing. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that was the case, but that does happen. Sometimes the other fighter is just not up to your par and you just, you're kind of thrown for a loop. So that could explain why she acted the way she did. I don't know.
1: It was also a rematch and uh, I believe Liz won the first time mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken.
2: Correct. Right.
1: So it was also, it was not, and it wasn't like, like she won and she didn't like blow the doors off her, but like it was coming off that. Yeah. Decapitation of Jessica So if we go from that performance where everyone was like, this is the performance she needed. Like she's been dominating, but she hasn't been like there's that there's not that front kick from Anderson. There's not the showtime kick from right. Anthony Pettis. She needed that highlight and she got it. And then the next performance didn't live up to the highlight. So it's yeah. it's maybe it's just the clash of like the highs and the lows of being a champion. Everyone turned on her immediately. I know. After that, she went from like a co-main event slot to a main event back to a co-main event. It is what it is. Someone in the comment, West Coast Cali said the only people that think Santos won is because they're John Jones haters. <laughs> She said I had Jones 4-1, to one, so, but then Max Elkukui Holloway says Santos one 5 Still close.
0: So it was close, but if you agree the other way, you're a hater.
1: I guess. I guess so.
0: Okay, you're just, that's, just bad, that's just a bad comment.
1: Hey. <laughs> uh, wait, wait.
0: This is a question from Esther Lynn is my wife. <laughs> Will Shevchenko versus um, uh, Chikagian be more like the carmouche fight or more like the Jessica I fight?
2: Jessica I. Um, oh, so you think it's going to be oh, Something big is going
0: to I be. don't know.
1: These are two kind of like counter fighters. Like Jessica I was like kind of kind of just like walking forward and didn't have her hands up and just took a baseball bat to the temple where Catlin Chukagian makes people, like I, th- I don't even use think it's a detriment. Like she makes fighters just not fight the way they normally fight. Like the Joanne Calderwood fight was three rounds of them like circling each other and like she'd go in and out, in and out, in and out. I think it could be very similar to the Liz Carmouche Maybe not that like not as much of a staring contest, but two counter fighters kind of just like circling each other, looking for windows, looking for one to make a mistake. And Valentin doesn't really make mistakes. And Kali lost to Jessica Eye. I don't think Valentina's going to win, but I don't think she's... I think Valentina will win, but I don't think she's going to... Dead. I don't think she's going to melt Kalanchuk in like that. But we'll see. We'll see. You never know. <laughs> Moving on. From Grin N, another longtime commenter. If Conor, regain, Conor McGregor regains his title, will he be making history by defending it for once?
2: No. <laughs> making history for defending a title? That's already been done.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> beg that question. Uh, Demetrius Johnson has done it, what, like 12 times? We've seen
2: it. We've seen it before.
1: We've seen it before. Moving on. Bad question. Yeah. <laughs> From Ted Bear, would you give just Jess- would you give to Jessica Penny's GoFundMe? It's a bad situation, and USADA seems to- out of control, but so is Nick Diaz's five-year ban for pot, and there was no public solicitation on Diaz's part. So should we rally behind Penny or chalk it up to that's what you get for not having a union?
2: Well, you can't blame a worker for not having a union. It's not her her job to put that in place. Would I donate to her? I mean, if I wasn't in this industry and had a lot of money, sure. (laughs) Sure, everyone gets the money. Why not?
1: That's the question. Would you give to Jessica Penny's GoFundMe? Casey, would you give to Jessica Penny's GoFundMe? If
0: you can afford it, give it. Yeah,
1: Yeah, if you can afford it, give it.
0: If, If you support Jessica Penny... Given. I'd it? like
2: to see like the you know the proof and the, the 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 files that she's talking about and the letters that went on and what really happened. And if she's got a case, hell yeah.
1: I think it was what forty thousand dollars in like eight days she needs to raise. So yeah. if you can afford it, why not? But to say that uh, this is what you get for not having a union is a little harsh. It's not yeah, to her. That's not her fault. It's not like just guys who's going to be like, you know what, guys? I think we need a union, and then all the fighters are like. Yes, we need this to happen. Yeah, that
0: question took a, a, a big turn at the end. <laughs> you know,
1: the like... union thing comes up a lot when it comes to the USADA stuff. Like, whenever we have a question about USADA fighters and suspensions and fines, the end of the question is always like, oh, and do we need a union?
0: What? <laughs> it's literally the only way that fighters can fix it.
1: It's the only way they can fix it, but it's the way they phrased it is odd like it's not up to jessica would it help if she had a union to back her one thousand percent but it's not up to that's what you get sorry guys and it's a
2: shame that you know to take legal action costs so much money so of course the rich are more protected and now she's
1: a lot of people were bringing that up like jessica pennett needs to raise like forty thousand dollars or she'll never fight like she might not be able to fight again she's like supposedly driving uber and doing like these odd end jobs to make enough to fight this but then the ufc just moves an entire card Right. For John Jones in like right. three days, so yeah, it's a little yeah, it's lopsided. It's a little lopsided. It's sad like,
2: and yeah, it's, I'd love to throw money at you know anti court like,
1: like like you see Josh <laughs> Barnett and Tom Lawler get like two years of their career taken away from them, and then they get cut like right at the end. But then Nate Diaz and I like I don't agree with what they did for Josh and Tom, and then Nate Diaz gets flagged for something. He's like. Then I'm not fighting, you're all on steroids, and they're like, oh, our fault, my fault, guys. Like, Nate, you can fight again. So yeah. it's just like, yeah. The big names, as in life, normally get preferential treatment. Uh, I don't agree with it, but that's how the UFC operates. That's how life operates. So, uh, moving on from Lodovic, another longtime commenter from the Luke Thomas days. Uh, true or false. So True or false? and If you want to explain, you can. Mm-hmm. John Jones gets a point deduction for something against Reyes.
2: Well, are we talking about eye pokes? Anything. <laughs> Anything. False.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna say false. It's Herb Dean, and Herb Dean said that he's been warned by fighters before fighting John Jones that, like, hey, this guy eye pokes, and he's like, yeah, okay, I'll still, I'm still gonna call it like I normally call it. So historically, he he has not been point deducted. He got point deducted for. The uh, Anthony Smith, like the the knee on Anthony Smith, the illegal knee. But I don't think he's been point deducted for an eye poke. Off the top of my head, there's
2: just not a lot of point deductions out there. Like there no. just really doesn't happen that much. Have
0: you have you ever seen a point deduction on the first eye poke?
1: I can't remember a, many point deductions of eye pokes. Period. Like I know they've happened, but I can't yeah. think of one off the top of my head.
2: You give him some time to recover, get a warning, and then you move on. And then
1: it happens again, and he's like, "Close your hands. Close your right. hands. Close your hands." Like and Dominic then,
2: like, Gray says, like you you get one. Is what he's heard.
1: You get one. You get one
0: groin shot, one ventricle, <laughs> one eye bokeh. One. It's like, rules. I, yeah. there's been a,
1: on on RMMA, on Reddit, there's been a lot of videos of people holding gloves lately, like putting their fingers in the gloves to like, like pull someone back or to kind of get balance. Or like there was, a, oh, yeah. there, was, not, yeah. there was a fighter who was like off his back. And when the guy tried to step back, his hand, he was like, ah and he couldn't get his hand out. And like the guy was clearly cupping around or like the Tim Kennedy, Yolmer one comes to mind there was just a whole lot of nonsense in that fight so uh but to answer the question false i don't think it gets a point taken away mm-hmm. unless it's something agreed just like a illegal me
2: every time we we interrupt since we're not on any kind of audio channel or we don't have mics i'm gonna just you can call us the b-side
1: the b-side okay <laughs> true or false fans will be booing at some point during the valentina versus catlin fight true yeah 100 percent true <laughs> that's but always
2: a safe bet <laughs> fight fans
1: are uh are an odd bunch. Do you think the better question, do you think we see the the wave or the the flashlights come out
2: Oh. I hope not the wave. I hate the wave.
1: So do I. They did the flashlight thing and the wave during uh was it uh Cynthia calvillo and Corny Casey in Phoenix and then they did the wave when Tim Kennedy was fighting uh Hodge Gracie at UFC 162. They even did the I think it was they did both during the tyron Woodley Stephen Thompson too when they just circled each other for 25 minutes.
2: I don't, I don't, if I'm in a sporting event and people do the waiver on me, it's, it's I don't di- want to get up. I got like my stuff. I got like food. Like I can't get up. You're also
1: up. watching <laughs> people like fist fight inside of a cage. Like there's no like baseball stuff. They do it not because they're bored, but because it's like just like a thing they always do. And same as soccer games, but like a fight, like a UFC event. Like, come on.
2: It's dark in there too. Like, you can't really see. That's why they <laughs> take the happening?
1: flashlights out and they all yeah. wave them around like Bray Wyatt's making his entrance. Uh, true or false. Derek Lewis knocks out Elia Latifi in the first round.
2: First round false,
1: second round true. I think this fight will end in a knockout, and I assume it will be Derek Lewis, but I don't think it'll be the first round. He fought Blagoy Ivanov to three rounds, and people were like, "Oh, he did a knockout, Blagoy Ivanov." Blagoy Ivanov has been stabbed like, <laughs> like violently, and he's still alive. So I think he survived worse than fighting Derek Lewis. So I was not surprised. Yeah, him.
0: people were criticizing the Ivanov fight. They yeah, didn't knock that, that out. fight ruled. It was- Stupid
1: fans, go home. B-side, the B-side chiming in count calling fans stupid. More than 11. <laughs> <laughs> True or false, Leon Edwards will walk out to a quote-unquote, and I'm using this because they wrote it, Leon Edwards walk out to a song, I'm using, for those just listening, air quotes, by Tyron Woodley.
2: False. He's going to do it because so. I don't think the stadium would recognize it as Woodley's song. I don't think it would joke would land.
1: I don't think it would be for the crowd, I think it would be to mess with Tyler Woodley. Yeah,
2: that would I feel like Woodley would be the one tier it would it would it, piss him it off. It would
1: piss him off.
0: <laughs> how is that it's like how's that messing with us? It? It's like, oh, I'm gonna publicize your music.
1: Well because because Leon Edwards uh, like talked a bunch of trash about the song and then Tyler Woodley so this is what Leon Edwards said to our own Pizza Carol on the Eurobatch, you should check it out. Um, Leon Leanne Edwards said he talked junk about the rap song and then Leanne uh, Tyler Woodley DM'd him like criticizing his criticism and then block him. So like the precedent, like this basically all started because Leon Edwards was talking a bunch of greasiness about Tyron Woodley's song. And Tyron Woodley's like, if you keep talking trash, I'm not gonna fight you. And I was like, that is a very odd reason not to fight someone. That's a, come out with a diss song or B, fist fight him, yeah. Or do both.
0: And yeah, where's Ad- Edwards' Ad- mixtape?
1: It's in the works.
2: Why wouldn't you want to fight someone who's talking trash about you? Like that's the best motivation. If
1: you're a rap artist, and a, that also fights people for a living, walk out to a, a diss song and then fist fight the guy.
2: Walk out to your own song.
1: It depends on if the UFC will allow that, because like, they didn't let Aunt, like didn't Anderson Silva's son make a song and they didn't let him walk out for a minute? Or like Brian Ortega had a, like one of his friends made a song and the UFC didn't get like the rights to something or other. I don't quite know the whole story. But it is what it is. So, uh, but what was the, no, nah, I'm going to say true because I want it to happen. For sure. So bad. No, the Leon Edwards oh, walking right. out to time, a song by Time Woodley. I want that to happen so badly. Uh, Cowboy will fight twice before Connor fights again. False.
2: I'm going to say false too.
1: I don't think Cowboy fights until, if he fights again, it'll be late 2020. I, if I'm his team, I'm like, you cannot fight again until late 2020.
2: And I actually do think Connor will fight relatively soon.
1: I think he'll fight in the summer or September. But Habib, if Habib beats Tony and they want to do that rematch, Habib doesn't really fight in the summer because of Ramadan, so that would be the only uh, holdup. But, but at the end of the day, as is tradition on the A-side, we always have to point out the loser in this whole scenario is Justin Gaethje. Oh. <laughs> More to or false from Eduardo Bueno. To or false, John Jones finishes Dominic Reyes. True. I'll say false just because I want to be different. I think it'll be, uh, I I think Dominic Reyes is intelligent enough not to get finished, but I do think he will lose. Uh, True or false, Jones will fight Stipe next, I'm assuming after Dominic Reyes. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I'm gonna say false solely because I think Daniel Cormier fights Stipe next, the trilogy. Yeah. And then I think win or lose, so if Daniel Cormier wins, he will retire. If Daniel Cormier loses, he will retire. So if he wins and he retires, the belt would be vacated. I think then Stepe will fight could fight John Jones for the heavyweight vacant heavyweight championship. Or depending on how this fight goes, because for all we know, John Jones would be seriously injured in this fight. I don't like to future match make before a fight happens because they could get six months medical suspensions. Um, or Stepe fights the winner of Gyarzinho and Gano for the vacant championship. But mm. Stepe will fight for the championship next, regardless of whether he beats wins or loses against Daniel Cormier at the Trilogy. Right. But I would love to see the Jon Jones fight. Um, True or false, Valentina will fight Amanda Nunes next.
2: Next? No.
1: After, no, hell no. They're not going to fight for a while. Uh, Amanda Nunes has said she wants to fight the, defend her featherweight championship next. I mm-hmm. would love her to fight uh, Felicia Spencer mm-hmm. uh, because as Casey Lydon has pointed out many a time, uh, Amanda Nunez historically doesn't look great off her back, but she's never really fought anyone that's put her on her back. It's always been strikers that she can out grapple, or like when she gets fights, Chris Cyborg, she just gets in a firefight and connects yeah. and knocks her out. Uh, or she fights Ronda Rousey, who tries to clinch up and can't, and then she just tees off on her. So <laughs> uh, Spencer would be a really fun fight, which again, is why the fight against Cyborg at US 240 didn't make any sense because they just knocked off a potential 145-pound contender and then let Chris Cyborg ship out.
2: Yeah, that's a shame.
1: But I also, if Megan Anderson wins the next fight, that'd be what, two in a row? Mm-hmm. I feel like they would give it to Megan Anderson or Felice Spencer, even though Spencer has a win over.
2: Amanda versus Megan? Yeah. Interesting.
1: I don't know if I like that for Megan. I don't either. I, I think the Spencer fight is, to me, would answer more questions about Amanda than the Megan Anderson fight. Yeah. But uh, if they want to, like, Megan is tall. She's long. She's from the part of the part of the world that they're trying to really push right now in mm-hmm. the Australia New Zealand uh, countries or Australia continent, <laughs> New Zealand country. Uh,
0: Australasia. Australasia. Uh, <laughs> you, you say you don't <laughs> like... You say you don't like Megan fighting...
2: Amanda. Amanda, why not? Because I like Megan. <laughs> that, that's what they do. That,
0: they, I, think, I, think, I think that's what Megan yeah. wants. For
2: sure, good for I mean, yeah, I wish it for her. I really do. The fight would be great for her, but I just, I don't see it going in her way.
0: So you'd rather her just fight, not the title forever?
1: <laughs> <laughs> just, just keep getting better until she's good enough to fight a yeah. man who knows.
2: Yeah, she's yeah. relatively new in the UFC. Yeah. And...
1: She's coming off of a big win in, in Australia. I think that was the first time she ever even fought in Australia, right? It Wasn't that That's one That's what she stories? said,
2: I think, yeah.
0: no, 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 since, think- since, like, Invicta. Oh, yeah, yeah. Since she went to Invicta. She originally, sorry, her, her first couple of fights were over there, or she, she she didn't. She didn't yeah, finish. no,
1: she, you're right. Yeah. Her first one, two, three, four, her first five fights were in Australia, and then, since then, it was all Kansas City, California, and then Rochester, and then she fought in Melbourne, so she, but like Felicia Spencer, not only beat her but tapped her in a fight. She should have gotten a performance bonus, but she didn't. Don't Casey puts his hands up? He's like, don't get me started. <laughs> True or false? John Jones will face at least will face at least one P.K. Grand problem in 2020.
2: False. If we haven't heard it yet, I have a feeling that that's just gonna get that's under the rug at this point.
1: Do you think it's under the rug because it's not? there or do you think it's under the rug because people are pushing it
2: there people are pushing it under the rug
1: yeah i don't think usada wants to deal with that. If this was a pulsing
2: thing then they literally set them up they set themselves up to be able to say that this could come back yeah and it hasn't come back weird
1: i agree so i'll say false uh colvin covington gets another title shot in
2: 2020 (laughs) it could happen sure it could
1: happen and they were like Uzman is supposedly fighting Harry Mosboul International Fight Week in a fight I think we can all agree makes a lot of, like makes sense right now. Uh, well, I didn't think Mosboul Connor would be make the most sense financially, uh, but in terms of the welterweight picture, I think Mosboul is the next man up, especially because Leon Edwards is already booked against Tyron Woodley. If Leon Edwards beats Tyron Woodley, I think he would most likely be the next man up, especially if Kamara wants to keep defending his belt rather than take all these super fights. Yeah. Um, but Kamaru Uzman's manager, Ali Abdelaziz, said, like, if he wants it, he can come get a rematch again after he, they finish their, their— they have unfinished business with Masvidal, so.
2: And the people want to see it, I'm sure. <sighs> people love the good guy, bad guy thing.
1: Casey Lydon from the B-side wants to chime in.
0: If Kevin Lee wins his next fight against— uh, Charles Oliveira. Charles Oliveira. Kevin Lee, back up to 170, fights Colby. Bernie versus Trump.
2: Oh, I'm into it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and, and, that,
0: and I think it kind of lines up with election season. So, assuming Bernie wins the, um, the Democratic. Democratic nomination,
1: put it in MSG, Trump's home city. Well,
0: oh, yeah. And, and, and New York loves Trump.
2: <laughs> uh huh get some extra security on that card. My goodness.
0: Uh, um, Dana, you, you can email UFC.com, Dana UFC. <laughs> Dana White Dana, at U. UFC, yeah, Dana.white.
1: Just tell him at the tell him at the press conference. Be like, question from Casey Lightner.
0: Not really a question, more of a suggestion. Oh uh, okay.
1: <laughs> no, just a just a demand.
0: Yeah, demand. Demand Mr. White. Well Kevin
1: Lee's <laughs> already said that he took the fight against Charles Oliveira in Brazil because he was promised a fight against Islam Makhachev in Russia after this. It's, it is a win. That's true. <laughs> could be, what, seven years from now? <laughs> I like the, the the what we were talking about before where if Valentina beats Catelyn uh-huh. and they do need to go to Russia again, they could put Valentina versus Roxanne Montefiore for the championship in Russia. Valenti- uh, Roxanne's already beating Valentina's sister in Russia. Put Kevin Lee versus Montefiore as the co-main event. I like that.
2: And then Roxy beats Valentina for upset of the year.
1: If Roxanne Monfire beats Valentina Shevchenko, that would... Oh, my God. (laughs) Weebs weebs rejoice. That's all I'm going to say. Moving on. Trombo, one of our longest commenters. 2020 promotion. There's some great fights scheduled for the first four months of 2020, but is it just me or does everything feel flat? Not a lot of media, press conferences, or anything. Habib Tony, Zhang versus yoana izzy versus yoel jones versus reyes is it just me or does the excitement level around the fight so far feel seem kind of deflated
2: i don't think it feels deflated i think this is the standard this is what it is when there's no like raging controversies this is how you cover a normal sport (laughs) there's no like that's what so it's also like
1: this is also the espn era like you don't need all of that anymore Mm -hmm. like NFL's an NFL game every Sunday, like, are you, is there, like, this blood feud that you need to build up right. between, like, Tom Brady and, like, fill in the blank every Sunday? Like, I'm sure you could concoct something, but at the end of the day, they're still going to play a football game. Like, this ESPN era, right. it's on ESPN, we're going to throw it, we're going to put all these promotions and everything. Unless it's Conor, like, even the Connor fight feel, felt weird. Like
2: He knew he had to keep his, his, his shit together.
1: So like, we were all in Vegas for, um, like, the press conference, and, like, me and Pizzi were like, this is the strangest. Yeah. Like, the, the first press conference with Cowboy, where they were, like, buddy-buddy and hugging, we were like, this is the strangest vibe yeah. I've ever experienced. And we even talked about, like, how
2: the numbers were lower, like, on the site and the videos, and Connor like, just, it," because people knew he, they weren't going to get anything. It was just going to mm-hmm. be the same answers over and over again.
1: Also, I feel like ESPN gets a lot of these interviews with these fighters, meaning yeah. people were just Connored out. Yeah. like they got that long that it was a great interview with ariel but like yeah. you got all the answers you needed right there like did we need to see him again in a press right. conference like he did the same thing with john jones like we're gonna also gonna get this fighter panel with the with the two sides mm-hmm. like that we get john valentina and derek lewis oh, wow. and then we get dominic catlin and Eli latifi and then we're gonna get them again in media day yeah so it's is it more oversaturation at this point like if there's only one pay-per-view once a month but then we have all this like fight nights in between like mm-hmm. are people just like tired of the ufc at this point point?
2: and i think that a lot of the matchups that are coming up are people with mutual respect and there's not a lot of that trash talk there's not a lot of the banter so i
1: think izzy's gonna stir up some stuff with joel calling him the juice monkey and this and that and izzy <laughs> can sell a fight izzy can sell a fight with anyone um,
2: but people love romero too much to like
1: they do, but I think people are going to want to see Israel. I think Israel out of at the point where right now you either love him or you hate him. So yeah. I think a lot of people are going to want to see him lose. Yeah. So uh, like I've spoken with some people and they're like, that guy kind of looks like a D-bag. <laughs> or they'll be like, that guy rules. And yeah. so it's like, I think he's like, he's at that point where he's, I think he's like the first of the Reebok era. I think he's like the first genuine, like yeah. he's only fought in the Reebok era and he's a megastar. He's like a superstar for like that can transcend mixed martial arts. I guess like crossover appeal. Um, and I think at that point, like people are gonna love him or hate him.
2: So hold on, commenter. Fireworks are coming. Yeah,
1: TBD. <laughs> <sighs> bantamweight from Big Lou Diggy. Can the A-siders straighten out men's bantamweight? Is this the second or third deepest and most exciting division in MMA at the moment? Cejudo defending against Aldo in Brazil is certainly not ideal from a ranking standpoint. That being said, personally not against, against aghast over here. Let's match up the rest. Aldo versus Jan in a fight night main event for number one contender. Cruz versus Edgar because this must happen. Sanhagen versus Marlon. Let's see how Cody and a cell play out. So I think Edgar f- should fight Sanhagen because they were already matched up to begin with. Dominic mm-hmm. Cruz isn't even cleared to come back yet, I think. So I, I like the Sanhagen-Edgar fight. I think that's... a it's not Cruz versus Edgar, but it's similar. And uh, of course, Dan Higgins has said numerous times that he kind of models his fight game off of Dominic Cruz. I like Alzo versus Jan a yeah. ton. I think that is clearly a number one contender fight.
2: If that yeah, if obviously if Jan's not getting the title shot right now, then fine, fight Aljo and then they'll take on the winner.
1: And there's no debating over who would get like if whoever wins that fight, there's no argument over who's the number one contender.
2: Yeah.
1: And uh, Marlon. Marlon? I mean, yeah, Marlon's there. he just beat, He'd be... Sure, but the, so then if Aldo beats Cejudo, then Aldo Marlon. There you go. But, like, I think Jan, Aljamain, again, as this person said, in a rankings perspective, I think Aljo-Jan uh, should be a number contender fight, and Jan's kind of... His stock is pretty high right now, knocking out your eye of favor, getting into a little scuffle with uh, Cody Garbrandt backstage, and then if Cody Garbrandt wins, like, he wants to fight Jan in Moscow or in Russia. So put that on the Russia card that we've, we've already concocted right now. <laughs> it
0: doesn't even matter because if Otto wins, they're just going to rematch Huda. That's true. And then if Cejudo wins that rematch, they're going to rematch Huda otto
1: Yeah, just do a, just do a trilogy so, right there.
2: So don't... Nothing matters. Yeah, that. don't even worry about the Bantamweight division <laughs> don't for Don't <a> <laughs> even
1: try to make sense of anything because when you try to book fights and you use your brain, it never works out. We're gonna hop over to Twitter real quick. So if you wanna go to Twitter and use hashtag the A side, uh I did a little like dig through our the questions on Twitter, mm-hmm. a lot of non MMA related questions. Uh from Susanna Fights, what is your favorite cereal? <laughs> I'm not, that's what she <laughs> asked. The
2: correct answer to this is Rice Krispie Treats Cereal. If you've never had it, they only sell it at certain stores. I've only found it at like one out of every 10 targets. It's, have you had it?
1: I didn't even know. Such exactly.
2: Thing it's so good. That's the correct answer. Next question.
1: I would say <laughs> my favorite cereal for a long time was Waffle Crisp. As we Casey wants to throw in our crystals right here. <laughs> My favorite cereal for years is Waffle Crisp. Also, when I think Toy Story Two came out, they had a Buzz Lightyear cereal that I was a big fan of, but I don't remember what it was.
2: That's so weird. Yeah, <laughs> I feel Oreo... like nobody likes those limited editions.
1: Oreo O's ruled. No,
2: it. that's trash. Yeah. That's the incorrect answer. But okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I also don't eat much cereal these days. So. I love
2: cereal. Cereal's uh, another great. question
1: from Suzanne: Angela Hill fought in Raleigh and is scheduled for Auckland now. How many fights is she going to take this year? And how will her Muay Thai match up against Luke Mungis?
2: How many? Five.
1: Five fights for Angela Hill?
2: Let's do five. She's already had... She's already, This is her second already and it's not even...
1: Yeah. I would say... I'll say four.
2: Okay. But, she did what? Four last year? Three last year?
1: I don't know off the top of my head. But if she gets five, it's going to be these short notice fights. Yeah. Like she's going to just be like, oh, I need... a. They need to like say... Like Wiley Zhang gets hurt. She's like, I'll fight... You want yeah. on it 125 pounds in the co-main event. Like she would 100 percent be down for any of that. So, uh, yeah, I agree. uh I'll say four, but I would not be surprised if it was five. Especially because after Raleigh, she's like, I am down for any short notice fight. Yeah. Because her and Jack Ward is like, I'll take any fight because I'm an idiot.
2: Yeah, we're on pace. Let's do it's it. It's
1: crazy. Like when she she got cut by the UFC, fans hated her. It didn't seem like the UFC liked her that much. She goes and wins the Invicta Championship comes back, and is now all of a sudden Angela Cowboy Hill, just fighting every other week.
2: Is this the best strategy for her, though? I mean, she's known as the one who's going to take a fight last minute, but is is that the way to move up and to be recognized?
1: I think it's the way to make money.
2: Oh, for sure,
1: yeah. I mean, she's a prize fighter. And if, if
2: that's she, your goal.
1: If that's your goal, to just keep making money, like Cowboy made a lot of money in his time. Yeah. Uh, I think you should have been paying a lot more than the disclosed payouts to fight Connor, but that is another conversation. Uh, Jerry McCarthy, welcome, Alex, but is it really the A-side without Pizzi? Anyway, the question. <laughs>
0: <laughs> By, whoa, whoa, whoa. Geez, that's what wow. it says. He's
2: gonna- well, Bruce I was going to let
1: her respond after I read the, You want to <laughs> respond before I read the question?
2: Yeah, the A-side is the A-side, no matter yeah. who's sitting in these chairs, pal. Yeah. I mean, next question. Next, <laughs>
1: question. next question, Jerry. By the 22nd of November, Bellator... February, I'm done. Why did I say November? I got discombobulated. Alex, like read
0: the question. Yeah.
1: By the 22nd of February, Bellator will have had three women's main events out of six. Is this and Cyborg signing signaling a big push by Bellator of its female divisions?
2: I hope so. I mean, I'd like to see them open up another division for the women.
1: Which In one Belgium? don't they have? Do they they don't, don't have
2: bantamweight. Yeah. Which is odd, but I can't, can't imagine that it would be that difficult to do. Do they
1: have a weight champion? They no, flyweights and featherweights. That's it.
2: Yep. No, they have uh, flyweight and featherweight, that's it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Even, I knew though, they were even, they, even though they book a lot of strawweight fights, and they book yeah. fights, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they, I don't think they book 35 fights for some reason. For a while. But, um, but they better. do book strawweight
2: fights. Yeah. So.
1: And their flyaway division is, is like, Lane McFarlane is, could be the best. Like that, people talk about a lot of super fights, like all like McFarlane Valentinas. Awesome fight. If that it won't ever happen, I don't think Lima lay will ever jump over to the UFC and she said that like her career is closer to the end than
2: yeah.
1: uh it is like getting started. But uh they man Bellator really lucked out with that signing. Like they signed her, she was part of that 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 soccer mom fight where she fought like a soccer yep. mom and then just crushed her. That and was they, so sad. They signed her off that, and then little did they know they get one of the best flyaways in the world, yeah. and not only that. She's from Hawaii and they can make that huge push to Hawaii that the UFC hasn't done. And like, Casey and Esther have covered her fights in Hawaii and yeah. I, their videos of like the crowd losing their minds. Who did she, uh, Lare- who did she uh, beat? Uh, Valeria like when she beat Letourne, like that place became unhinged watching that. So man, Bellator locked down and striking gold in the Limalee. Yeah, uh, also not really a soccer Yes. From the B-side? Uh, from the B-side. Uh, <laughs> another question from... Well, not another question. It's Valentino Saifedean Tarhan. I apologize. I always say, sorry if I mispronounce that name. Cyborg seems so happy, about Bellator, after Gina Carano revealed her incident with Dana years ago with the text messages and many other fighters saying how disrespected they've been by Dana. Does this change your opinion about him as president of the UFC? Well, my... <laughs> my <laughs> what was my opinion what was my opinion
2: (laughs) yeah nothing changed (laughs) nothing
1: changed with mine like he's kind of yeah it's just more like yeah like when gina came when gina carano came out and said like all the stuff dana white did with like the accidental text messages and that like i was like yeah duh Uh like it didn't surprise me but then a lot of people Uh that were like specifically because she's in the mandalorian and she's in like uh a lot of these like blockbuster movies now. They know Gina Carano, so they saw this on ESPN as a headline, and they were like, can you believe what Dana White did? Like, these are friends that have never watched fights. I was like, yes, very much so. Like, yeah. this is nothing new.
2: And this is nothing new in the world, in society. Do you believe what my boss did? <laughs> yes, I can.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I 100% believe you. Uh, from Sean Denny, from De- at Denny Rance, uh, this, this individual leaves a lot of questions for PT, but he says, hashtag the A-side. Are the Red Sox being cheap by dealing rookie bets? Don't even get me <laughs> started, Sean Denny. I will lose my mind talking about this, but long story short. Too late. 100%. <laughs> fuck the Red Sox
2: <laughs> <laughs> Here we go again.
1: <laughs> From at StrikeMXNYC, at Jose. Do you expect Jones, we, the Jones we see against Reyes, to be the smart, tactical, and safe version we saw versus Santos and OSP? If so, is this his new norm, a la GSP, focused on maintaining and defending his legacy? Uh, the OSP fight was on short notice, was it not?
0: OSP was in short That's what years. I'm saying.
1: Like, So the John Jones normally would never doesn't like to take these like late minutes replacement fights. Oh, well,
0: I see what you're
1: asking. So like, remember when, uh, who was it that... It was that...
0: short-ish. It wasn't, like, it wasn't like a week or...
1: Correct, but like... What?
2: Have that
1: discussion with Alex instead of the B-side. <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs> he was jumping in. So,
0: anywho. <laughs> Stop jumping.
1: Do you, ex- do you expect <laughs> to see the Jones we saw see against Reyes to be the one against OSP and... Uh, Santos, I don't well, The it, OSP one, I don't know if you remember, I can't, I can't remember what the original fight was going to be. Uh, but Jones took the fight against short notice. Well, OSP stepped up, mm-hmm. and historically, John Jones doesn't like that. Like, remember when Chael signed an offer to step in for Dan Henderson? He's yeah. like, No, like, I like to have a full camp prepare, but he did it as a favor to the UFC to like kind of build, uh, build himself back up. Uh, so do what do you expect?
2: No, I, I think we're going to see. Th- the John Jones you would expect the the full power um I don't I think with all this like talk about like oh no he's never fought anybody like Dominic Reyes he's more athletic and blah 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 like like John Jones says like this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard like one everybody's athletic and number two like everybody he's fought is athletic so he's just gonna come into the fight like in like his normal John Jones self
1: right so the long story is uh I personally, I think every John Jones we see against any other opponent is like completely different John Jones. Yeah. I think he he reinvents himself every single fight, similar to uh, like Alexander Volkanovski, kind of touched upon that when he fought Max Holloway. He says like a lot of fighters, they'll just bring in what they have to yeah. fight Max rather than like he's prepared to fight every person differently yeah. to use their weaknesses and i think john jones is a master of doing that yeah. uh, so again i have no idea i know john jones probably has a lot of like even in his the press conference he was like all you have is a left hand like he already is
2: yeah
1: he already knows what Don, he believes he knows what dominic reyes is bringing uh, so who knows because every john jones fight is different uh, from Dorji Tamming Jinseng. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. Another similar question. Given how Jones looked in his last fight, do you think he'll that much more motivated to not just win, but to do it in a dominant fashion? Huge MMA fan. Peace and love f- from India. Shout out to this live chat. Well, hello, India. We're all we're live here in Houston, so it's a similar question. Do you think John Jones' last performance will motivate him to just, like blitz through dominic i don't
2: think that's the way that his mind works i
1: could not agree more
2: yeah i don't think that that, that's how they see it like you gotta you gotta your last fight's a knockout you gotta get another knockout like it's no a lot of these fighters will tell you like a win is a win you know that's that's what they're gunning for
1: yeah i don't see like i can't remember who said it but it was like once you win the championship it's like the pressure to just like it retain is just so high like yeah yeah, you could you put on all these spectacular performances to get there. But once you win and you get a sense of like, oh, now that I'm champion, I get more money, mm-hmm. I could get pay per view points, I get more sponsorships. And then you lose the belt, all that goes away. Yeah. So like the the as like a number one contender, like if you're on and Aljo fight, oh, you lose, you could fight, you can win another fight and get right back there and tie the tension. You're a champion and you lose, like you lose a lot more than just the belt. It's yeah. Everything that goes around it. So maybe the pressure to win is there, but I don't think. The pressure to put on a spectacular performance is there in John Jones. He's I
2: think, like, the more focused you are, like, let's say John Jones was in thinking, I'm gonna get a knockout. The more you're looking for a knockout, the less you're looking for other ways to win. And that's just, that's not a great strategy. So.
1: Let's see. So many questions. Oh, from fans of Mr. Stationary. Don't know what that means. Uh, what would be the biggest upset of 2020?
2: I think we mentioned it. Roxy to Valentina.
1: <laughs> like, but this person also didn't say like
2: any sort of
1: scheduled fights or
2: in our hypothetical world.
1: What would be the biggest? Um. Hmm.
2: Because that's the one that could potentially actually be booked. I mean, obviously there could be bigger like, upsets, but. This is
1: also like again, this part, like Josh Emmett knocking out Francis and Ghana. That would right. be a big upset. <laughs> Michael Johnson. Flying arm-barring Daniel Cormier. (laughs) That would be a huge upset. Uh, Moving on. Another question from Suzanne. What are Corey Anderson's chances of beating Jones, uh, assuming both of them win?
2: Pretty good. Sure.
1: Sure. Why not? He's on fire. Yeah, he's on fire, but he also has to be Jan Vlakovic, who uh, say what you want about Jan, but I think he has a very similar, not similar style, but he makes people look terrible. Yeah. Like against... Uh, like, he knocked out Luke Rockhold, like, fair play to him. But then against Jacare, like, he made Jacare look yeah. bad. He makes... Uh, the fight against Jim Mano that second fight was awesome. But like he can really, like, drag you out of your element.
2: Yeah. If Corey Anderson wins this, then this next one, I think he stands a pretty good chance.
1: If he... I... Yeah. You're not... Yeah. But again, like, if John Jones moves up to heavyweight, like, would he vacate in the Corey Anderson fights? Like, I don't even know. That's messy. The win, Like Anthony Smith versus Glover to share Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> It's rough. Uh, if one of the champs loses, Houston is the place Matt Starr finished GSP after all. Who is most likely to lose the belt? I think we answered that a little earlier.
0: Yeah, uh, I said We both Jones. agree
1: it's Jones because Valentina has, I think the gap between her and number two is so wide. We're going to hop back over to the site, see what else we got, and then we'll hop over into the YouTube comments. Because we're getting a lot of the same questions over, like who has the biggest chance of losing, who has this and that. Uzman versus Mazudal planned for International Fight Week from Zaku Kokegi. How do you guys see this fight playing out and who walks away the winner? So, I don't know if you heard, it's not official yet, but Dana White said that fight will most likely go down International Fight Week. Uh, Uzman putting his welterweight title on the line against Fari Mazudal. Your thoughts on the actual fight, not the Tom Foley that will most likely happen? I and think
2: I think Uzman pulls it off. Or Masvidal. I don't know how.
1: (laughs) I mean, Masvidal has never looked better, ever. Um, Like, 2019 was one of the most spectacular years I've ever seen from a fighter with Till, his KO of Till, his KO of Askren, and then him fighting Diaz for a, a fictional championship. If it wasn't for Israel Adesanya, like, I think his body of work in 2019 was slightly more impressive simply because uh, fight of the year against Gaslam and the knocking on Robert Whitaker is just more impressive to me than yeah. those three wins. But Masvidal had one of the greatest years in MMA history. I don't think any of those three fighters are on the same level as Usman right. in terms of like all-around abilities. Like Usman is an unbelievable wrestler. Yeah. Uh, is he a better wrestler than Askren? I don't know, but I think he's a better MMA fighter. Definitely a okay. better striker. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Nate, say what you want. I think we were all in agreement that that was way too quick of a turnaround from fighting Anthony Pettis in August to then fighting Jorge Masvidal uh, in November. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. So you say Usman, how? Decision? Knockout? KO?
2: Let's go TKO.
1: TKO? Yeah. What, what round? you think okay. it reaches championship rounds? No. Because Usman doesn't normally finish people. Like, yes, he finished Colby Collington. Uh, he's he has finished people, uh, but Col- uh, who knows? Uh, I think it's going to be an incredibly violent fight. I don't think it's going to be a boring fight whatsoever. No, it's not going to be boring. Especially at all. because I that fight against uh, Colby Cunnington was awesome yeah that was to me uh and then mazdal has looked pretty unbelievable i'm well, not pretty unbelievable but uh and
2: talk about hype i mean those two don't like each other so that makes for your so fun i press.
1: i don't think we got enough uh camera angles from that little <laughs> dust up a little kerfuffle <laughs> in super bowl media day uh so if anyone has more camera angles like a drone shot yes. or one coming up from like a drain like you let us know uh i'm gonna hop over Max Sherman has asked about Michelle Pareda maybe a hundred times in this chat. So what are your thoughts on... He's just asking, he's like, Michelle Pareda, question mark, Michelle Pareda, Michelle Pareda, Michelle Pareda. What are your thoughts on Michelle Pareda to ease Max Sherman's mind? He's fighting Diego Sanchez. <laughs> he's fighting Diego Sanchez in Rio Rancho. So there you go, Max Sherman. <laughs>
2: Two thumbs Two thumbs
1: up. way <laughs> up. Casey Lyon and John Wayne walking over here to talk about Michelle Panetta.
0: I had to stand up. I was, I was just like, damn.
1: There <laughs> were a serious lack of backflips going on yeah. in that walk-up. Uh, a better question would be ask Alex Kay Lee because that man is a big fan. Uh, Charles Oliveira is going to submit Kevin Lee. Okay. Someone goes, Jorge, by baptism, Kamar Usman is going to freeze. I don't think he's going to freeze. I don't think he's going to
2: freeze. If he was going to freeze, he would have froze against Colby, and we've seen that that was not the case.
1: Uh, Romero versus Adesanya mm-hmm. who do you think like early I know we have a whole nother fight week and a whole the preview show a whole other a, a lot of A-sides to, to go before that but what are your thoughts on this fight I'm
2: taking Romero really oh, yeah
1: I am see I was watching a lot of Romero's past fights and one thing that really stuck struck, stuck out with me is he is not afraid to lose a round no. he lose off. he'll lose four rounds in four minutes just to land that one crippling punch he can clearly go five rounds. He's done it a few times. So, uh, but will Izzy make a mistake and get clipped like that? Like he got rocked bad against Kelvin Gastelum. And yeah. Kelvin gas I, I think if Kelvin Gastelum hadn't shot in for that takedown, mm-hmm. Kelvin could have won that fight. Like yeah. if he just kept, if he emptied the gas tank in that final in that fourth round and just started piecing him up, he could have won. Uh, I I don't think. I don't think I'm going on a limb saying that Yoel Male's probably stronger than Kevin Gastelum. <laughs> 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 so if Yoel te- like rocks him and yes. shoots him for a takedown, I have a strong suspicion that he will probably get it, again, especially against the fence.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: I don't think he's going to pull any of that, like, look over there, and then Paul is like, where? And then all of a sudden Yoel Romel's coming in with a like, right hook. I don't think he's going to pull that against Israel, Sonia. No. Okay. Casey is on record saying he thinks he's going to style on Romero. He thinks Israel is going to put on a performance of a lifetime. It wouldn't surprise me. I don't think right. he knocks out Yoel. No. I think he either goes five rounds or Yo- Yoel scores a knockout. Yeah. I don't think I don't think anyone is going to be submitted in that fight. Uh, let's see. Mazadal will KO Usman with the same punch that put Till out. Tell the B side we don't need Casey's yapping. Rude. Uh, to beat's next fight has got to be a five round fight. Who do you think is next to him versus Ortega or him versus Yair? Thanks for answering my Twitter question earlier. You are most welcome. Uh, so who do you like next versus beat?
2: Did he give options?
1: Uh, I think it's, it's him or Ortega or him or Yair.
2: I'd like to see Ortega.
1: Um, I think especially if Holloway Volkanovski is the next rematch, which yeah. means I was saying for a long time Korean zombie should get the next title shot. Yeah. And then Holloway should take some time off and then whoever has the belt when he returns Holloway fights. So if if if, if in this world Volkanovski Holloway two is next, I think I I want, selfishly want zombie versus ortega really badly like i just lo- i've been asking for that fight for four or five years like people on this show know how bad how demoralized i was when that fell apart so i booked rebooked that self so I rebooked that and then i do some beat in Yair. uh if they don't want to put valentina on the main event of a russia card i think that's an awesome five round fight oh yeah for a ufc moscow fight night cards because they were booked before i think it was ufc 228 in dallas and then yair uh Pulled, up, pulled out and then Zabit got that Suhlov stretch. I can't, I think it was on against Brandon Davis. Right. And then before Yair yeah, fought Jeremy Stevens, a lot of the questions leading up to that were about Zabit. Yeah. So I like those two fights and then Koreans, and then I don't know who fights, uh, but then again, like Zabit Zombie would be awesome too. Ryan, Ryan Hall. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Hall's fighting Sadiq Youssef in Africa, remember? He's already booked.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Cover them.
1: <laughs> uh, someone goes. You guys don't seem to know much about Michel Pereira. He's the co-main event next week, so we'll be forced to discuss him. All right, then we'll discuss him next week. Like he's an excited fighter who does crazy backflips. I think he blew his gas tank out in the first round of his last fight and then lost. He also missed weight. Uh, so, so let's see him make weight first. <sighs> oh.
0: Yeah. So, Poke that's the bear. I right the corner. That's-
1: Oh yeah, he didn't have any corners left. That was in Vancouver? Correct? I think it was the it was the uh Gaethje Cowboy fight card. Uh, took twenty-four minutes to beat Pillow Hands. I assume he's talking about Usman versus uh, Colby. Someone just goes, people love Yoel Romero.
2: Don't they? Am I, I alone in that? I think people like Romero. I think
1: he's an interesting cat.
2: He seems like a nice guy.
1: True or false. If Jorge beats Kamaru, Connor will fight Jorge for a chance at three belts. Say that again. If Jorge beats Kamaru, right. will Connor then fight Jorge for a chance at his third belt? Stranger Would, he win things both? Would he win the BMF and the welterweight so he'd have four belts?
2: See, I'm really interested in this BMF belt because I hated it at first, but now that it's in existence, I'm very curious to see what people are going to put up on the line for
1: I it. I think they shouldn't even cut weight. BMF don't just show up and fight. Yeah, don't even cut weight. Because there's no, like,
2: wait, It can transcend weight yeah, classes. Yeah, Corey no? Mazidol
1: versus I don't know, like Angela Hill. Bmf, <laughs> let's
0: do it. Wait, some people online they don't know what Bmf stands for.
1: Yeah, bad motherfucker. <laughs> Thank you. That's Thank what a Bmf you. stands for. So if you are a bad motherfucker, don't even cut weight. Just show up in jeans, like Nate Diaz. The Diaz brothers used to walk out in like the what was it, the Metal Militia shirts, jeans, yeah, like Jordans, and then they just threw down a fought.
2: Whatever you want, do it. I want to see what Masvidal's dad is up to to put the belt up for. Like, what would he take?
1: Did uh I, we? Pete and I presented uh, when we went to his Gaul launching. If we, they, he did 10% in Ricardo versus 10% in Proper Twelve.
2: That's a good. No, but, well, connor would never do that because I'm pretty sure Proper Twelve is worth a lot more. Than it
1: is worth so much more. <laughs> but, but, like, how? Like, if that is the case. Like, you know both of them are going to be uber confident. Like, yeah. I don't think Connor's going to go into the fight being like, I'm going to lose this fight, so I shouldn't do this. Right. Like, the winner of that will have so much bragging rights. <laughs> being like, yeah, give me... Like, I beat you and you have to give me money for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, it, I think that would be so... I... Please do it. <laughs> please do it. Uh, Woodley wouldn't walk out to his own music if you were smart. Okay, I guess i okay? so. <laughs> Oh, will right. GSP ever come back to the UFC? Um, I think he really wants to fight Habib, but I don't think the UFC wants to make that fight. So if he does come back, it will be only be for that. And I don't see that fight happening anytime soon. No. Because uh, he wants... I, he said that the UFC is afraid of like... And he doesn't blame them. Like, he beat Bisping. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he gives up the belt. And then like, what was that fight right. even for? Besides the money.
2: Stop coming out of retirement. That's not the word for it then. Just
1: come out and fight someone that doesn't have a championship belt. Uh, no one will be booing Michelle Poitier fights. That's a fact. He got booed his last fight <laughs> a lot in Vancouver. So I don't know what this guy's talking about. Uh, Val will not back down and he will kick Shukagian. Okay. All right. Catelyn <laughs> Chukagian, yes. People keep saying Caitlin, and I keep uh, correcting them. Given how Jones looked in his last, like, again, the same question. <laughs> like, do we expect a different Jones based on um, his last performances? Same, same, person. same person. Oh, he just wrote that same person has wrote the same yeah, question? Yeah,
2: he wrote it in the chat, and then no one answered him, so then he went back
1: and he Oh, wrote it, okay. So. Again, right here, Santos, one two five, 2 5 when someone oh. else wrote Jones, 4-1, so... I, how did you score that fight against Tiago Santos
2: I didn't I don't score along with fights really no
1: so at, you don't know, so at the end of that fight who do you did you thought like oh Jones clothing won this fight
2: I did but that's probably that was probably my biased opinion yeah
1: I watched it uh, cage side uh, and then rewatched it again uh, through the, the the broadcast and Tiago Santos looked a lot better through the broadcast like watching it from the side, it looked like John was just stalking him down the whole fight. Like, right. I thought it was really close, and yeah. I thought John Jones won. But then re-watching through the television, I was like, oh, I 100% see why people thought Tiago Santos won this fight. Um, Connor should fight Justin Gaethje before Habib. I agree. It will not happen. <laughs> the loser in this whole situation is Justin Gaethje. What were you going to say, Esther? You
0: have a Twitter question.
1: It's the Twitter. Hopping all over. Who from who? Oh, who are your pick? Oh, we got. it, is it the same? Oh, the same person asked the same question on YouTube. Mark Liam, who are your picks for? Who are your picks for the next president? <laughs> My hunch says EK uh, Casey and Esther are Bernie twenty twenty by deposition, while Jose is Mayor Pete booster. I don't have a read on Alex, but I am highly confident that Pete Carroll would ride could would ride Trump all the way to the White House. <laughs> what is that question about?
2: <laughs> that
1: up because I know PC would be very offended. P-C would be very <laughs> offended. Uh sl- don't worry about it.
0: I'm slightly offended, but.
1: Do you want to yeah. answer the question then, Casey? Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about it. I know pt would be very offended by
0: it. <laughs> hey, 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 tell these commenters to stick to sports.
1: Stick to sp- <laughs> stick to sports guy. Jeez. Take the sports market. Sports ball. Sports ball. Let's talk about
0: Shakira. <laughs> uh, question from Esther Lynn is super hot. Uh, and is also my wife. And also my wife. Uh, Alex and Jose, can you do the Shakira... <laughs> <laughs> no, no.
1: Nah, you set the bar way too.
0: high. I'm not high. putting that out on the internet.
1: <laughs> you, set, you set the bar way too high. No need to get yourself gifted the
0: first.
2: Time. <laughs> oh my
1: god. Who do you think from Ricardo on the YouTube comments? Who do you think is a dark horse in the middleweight division? Hold. Jared here. Gonna... Captain Crystal.
2: Is he the dark horse though?
1: Right now, he's kind of he doesn't even have an opponent lined up yet.
0: Why you look at that answer from the B side?
2: Yeah.
1: From the B side.
0: Is 185 right now actually, not Izzy himself, but is 185 the weakest division right now in the UFC? But divisions go through waves.
1: Um, Yeah, and, because I think the mass exits to let heavyweight really hurt them. Like losing yeah. Anthony Smith and Tiago Santos and uh, all these fighters kind of exit. exit. Costa's
0: injured, Romero's-
1: Coming off uh, two losses. losses. Whitaker's. Whitaker's- Obviously
0: off, off a loss. Caner, um, and then after that, it seems like a pretty big drop. I'm kind of I'm, well.
1: Calvin, Till, uh, like Brunson. Brunson, I don't uh, think Shavazz. there is one. I don't know.
0: Well, we don't know. Yeah, right? we In don't know. Right? He just seems like a
1: prospect. Is it weak just, or is it just that competitive?
0: Uh, well, weak only relative to the other divisions. How about that? I'm not I'm like not so. I'm going down yeah. the
1: list. Uh, this is the top fifteen. Uh, so Israel's Adesanya is the champion. Whitaker's one. Costas two. Romero's three. Caner's four. Till is 5 Hermanson is 6 uh, Gaslam is 7 Brunson is 8 Shabazzian is 9 Uriah Hall is 10 That's the top 10 And then supposedly Jacare is coming back Down to middleweight uh, And then we have Brad Tavares Omri Akhmadov Ian Hynish Carlos Jr And Anderson Silva Sitting at 15
0: <laughs> I think if all the divisions Right now Middleweight It seems to be The um, rebuilding division Right now it's, it's not
1: Not heavyweight Heavyweight is very top heavy
0: Heavyweight's always
1: sucks. There's a lot of fighters in the heavyweight division that end in like OV or V-I-C-H.
2: I mean, the middleweight, you could take all these rankings, shuffle them all up and it'd still make sense. Like, it just... It, it
1: How about women's featherweight in the UFC?
2: The dark horse? This, this, it there's it like said, four fighters. That's yeah. not a division. I know. Tradition.
1: I know. <laughs> um, yeah, there's not
2: um, even We images. are coming to a close in the show. We,
1: we are coming to a close on the show, as Estrelin has pointed out. And he, As always... Well, you've never done one before, but as always, it's tradition. You get a promo, talk about whatever you want <laughs> to close out the show. So Alex, the floor is yours to cut any final promo before we call it a day Check. on this episode of The A-Side. Check out my
2: mixtape. I'm just kidding.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> I thought that was, I was like,
2: <laughs> No, I don't have anything to promo.
1: Uh, my promo would be, go watch uh, known cinephile. Joseph Benavidez broke down the entire Academy Award nominations, mm. gave his predictions, gave his end of the decade list for performances and movie of the year. I believe his favorite movie of the decade was Lady Bird. Uh, mm. Didn't agree with that. Controversially, he said Parasite, I don't think was, in his, was is, is going to win anything. Or he thinks it'll win Best Foreign Language film, but that's it. Casey Lydon was beside himself. Uh, Midsummer did not make his top 10. Casey was also. God
0: but, it, also
1: didn't like Pain, also didn't, Pain and Glory, also didn't make his top 10, but he said uh, um, that Tony Banderas was great, which I agree. I think he deserves the Oscar over Walking Phoenix. Quote me. Um, he said Joker was his favorite movie of the year. Did not agree with no, that either. I don't agree with that either. Um, but anyway, go watch it. It was a lot of fun to shoot it. We were just talking off camera, like during media day, and I was like, Do you want to put this on camera? He goes, Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> he could have talked for two hours. Like I had to cut it short. So uh, I would love to do a follow-up after the Oscars to get his reactions to who actually won. A uh, lot of interesting stuff. He could name all of the nominations off his head, Explained why he thought some people got snubbed. Like, I know, Casey, you were very upset Aquafina didn't get nominated for anything. Mm -hmm. He explained why he thought she didn't get nominated, so...
0: Or the farewell. Or the
1: farewell general got shut out, same as uh, Adam Sandler and uh, Eddie Murphy. So a lot of interesting takes from who I... Outside of fighting, this Joseph Benavides knows more about movies than pretty much anyone I've ever met. <laughs> so uh, go give it a watch. It was very fascinating, even though a lot of people are like, "Oh, slow news day." Well, talking about the Oscars. <laughs> hey, Joseph Benavides, if if there's a fighter out there who has like, I, I still want to make a video with George St. Pierre talking about dinosaurs because that would be incredible. So go watch that. But for Jose, this is Alex. Well done on your first on-camera debut. I'm sure you'll see her a lot more. Uh, on either the A side preview shows, post fresh shows, and of course, everyone's favorite hipster coffee talk hour, coffee <laughs> talk, uh, on s- coming up this week as Casey plugs the black mug. <laughs> no, not even logo. But until then, again, that's Alex. I'm Jose. We're out. <laughs> this is the A side out
0: song. <laughs>